Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf, putting it on the chain, when it round my neck. I'm taking my freedom, putting it in my car, wherever I choose to go. Hello, we want to welcome you to Mamas on the Move. This is a new podcast presented by myself, Brandy Hunter-Lewis. And me, Keisha Johnson. Where we will be frank about our lives as busy moms and professionals. So we decided to do this podcast because we noticed how attentive people were to our lives um, that we present on social media. People are always um, commenting and and wanting more, just just more of us as far as how we present ourselves and our our children, how we balance being entrepreneurs and um, and a single mother. Um, well, I was a single mother, but now I'm married. So balancing marriage and work life and children and clients and listings and frustrations and all of that. So we we are here to share all of that with you. Yes, and our mission is to inspire, uplift, and guide other mamas as we navigate and strive for balance on this journey of raising children, marriage, for B, I'm still single, and relationships, running businesses, and staying connected socially, and uh, also being in tune with our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. I'm really working on that physical part all the time. <laughs> I start a new diet every Monday, but I digress. So we are works in progress, okay? Right. <laughs> so here's a little bit more about us. So I'll start off. Um, for those that don't know, again, my name is Brandy Hunter-Lewis. I'm originally from Chicago. I'm going to say the Midwest because I was raised in three places. Born in Chicago, raised in Gary, Indiana, and I went to high school in Minneapolis, so I claim all three. Played basketball, and I got recruited, so went down to the good old University of Georgia, go dogs, and um, graduated, played college ball there, and um, and fell in love with the South, so I knew that Georgia, or Atlanta specifically, would always be the place where I would reside. I just really fell in love with just how hospitable it was, of course, the weather, and um, hospitable people were, and the weather, and just just the whole culture itself I just fell in love with. So, um, yeah, so went to UGA, uh, met my first husband there, started a family, and um, we uh, ended up finding our way moving to Chicago. Um, a tragedy actually ended up causing me to leave Chicago to move back to Atlanta. And um, this is where I've been raising my children ever since. I have three amazing 
children. Uh, Jaden, my oldest son, is a freshman at uh, University of Georgia where he is playing football there. Well, I'm sorry, he's now a sophomore, a rising sophomore. And uh, I have Chase, who is a senior at Westlake High School. And I have Dylan, who is also a um, freshman at Westlake High School. And I am married. My husband's name is Ryan. And um, we have uh, a pretty much a basketball team with all of our children together because between the two of us, we have um, a tribe. So we are pretty busy. We are very busy. So um, I'm also a real estate agent, which is how Keisha and I met. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, but yeah, I'm also a realtor. And I've grown a successful business here in Atlanta. So, um, so that is a little bit about me. And I will now let Keisha tell a little bit about her. Well, geez, coming behind that, I don't <laughs> feel like I have a whole lot to talk oh, no, honey, about. You do. But you um, do. anyway, my name is Keisha Jones Johnson. I'm born and raised here in Atlanta. And um, that's exactly right. Zone four to be exact. Um, but anyway, and um, I have uh, one son. I graduated from Northside High School. It's now North Atlanta, but the last year I was there in 89, it was Northside High School. Um, I was part of the M2M program. So although I was born and raised in Southwest Atlanta, we took the bus to the north side of town, and that's where I was educated in elementary, middle, and high school. And um, from there, I went by West Georgia College. It Now it's University of West Georgia, but I say I went by because I was on academic probation after the first seven or eight, well, whatever, how semesters go, six months, something like that. See, that show you how long I was there. <laughs> uh, how long I was there, but anyway, I, I was on academic probation, so I came home that summer, and then I went back one more semester, and my, my daddy just told me to come on home. I was just wasting my mama's money. So I went from there to the Army. Did you know I went to the Army? I did. Okay, so I was in the Army. I made it through basic training, and then... Um, I did not get along well with my lieutenant in um, the reserve, so I got kind of kicked out a little bit. But I got an honorary discharge, honorable, on my DD-214. For those of you in the military, you know what I'm talking about. So at any rate. So from now, I just had a whole bunch of different corporate jobs. And one day I was um, riding down the street. But at, the, at that time, that's when the Olympics came to Atlanta. So they started this whole HOV lane thing. That was new. Okay, because it was not like that before. And I got on the HOV ramp by myself. I mean, I did know it was HOV ramp, but I didn't feel like going all the way around the block. So that's why I did that. And then that's how I met my husband. And we went on to have a little boy, DJ. That's my son, who is now um, a rising junior at school to be um, named later, because I'm still on the the fence. (laughs) But he's been at Our Lady of Mercy. And uh, I am. So I just have one. That's why I said coming behind B. It's like, woo, I don't really have that much going on. And he loves baseball. I am also a realtor. I've been licensed for 17 years here in Atlanta. And uh, B and I get more into that later about how we actually met, because that's what kind of brought us together. And... um, that's kind of it. Like I told you, coming behind you, I feel like I haven't done enough. No, stop that, please. <laughs> Honey, just all that is going to be revealed because there are a lot of different layers to the both of us. Of course, we can't just let everything out in this first episode. But as we move on, you'll definitely get to to see more of those layers. And we're excited to share with you guys because we both decided that, you know, it was time. It was time. Yeah, because we talked about this for some years. Yeah. And we just didn't know which format we were going to use, but right. we just knew we we knew that God was going to was going to use us, and we needed to to do what we're doing. Right? Yeah, yeah. We didn't know the platform, and then um, finally, this just kind of came together, and we said we about to run with this. Yes, yes. We're gonna run with this thing.
Though I think we should talk about how we met. Right, Keish? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like to hear you tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we met... Excuse me. We met in 2007. Mm-hmm. When did you move to Atlanta? I moved here in 2006. Right, because you had been here like a little over a year. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> in 2007, I went to an agent luncheon. For those who are not in real estate, typically every Tuesday, an agent will have what they call a caravan. And that's where you bring agents together to um, show them your new listing. This happened to be in a subdivision. It was called Le Jardin over in South Fulton, Atlanta. Most of the realtors... Um, in Atlanta area who were realtors back then would be familiar with Le Jardin because they had all this hype behind it. They had this amazing marketing. Remember they was all riding around in Range Rovers? Oh my God, it was amazing. It was like, it was amazing. I was sold just on that. Just on that. I was like, plus I wanted to work over there. I was like, I want a Range Rover, you know? (laughs) But anyway, so I walk into the luncheon and I see this beautiful, tall girl. And quite frankly, I was trying to figure out who the heifer was because I was the queen bee pretty much at that time. In real estate, I was at the top of my game. And she was. No, Annie is. And Excuse so, me. you know, I saw her, and I mean, in a, in a room full of realtors. And I have never done this because I'm not always the most friendly person, probably. What would you say? Not always? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll run with that. <laughs> but, you know, so it was interesting. She intrigued me because I was trying to figure out who she was. Really, it was nosy, and she was super fly and, and tall because I'm tall. So I don't see a lot of really tall women. You're like, what, six? I'm six feet. She's six feet. We're so, both six footers. Yeah. So, you know, to see her, I was like, okay. So I walked up and introduced myself, basically trying to figure out who she was. And we were at lunch a week later. A week later. A week later, mm-hmm. we were at lunch. I had then decided to move to a company at the time called Paces Fair Realty. That's when new construction was really hot. And that company was going to merge, you know, like have a whole lot of new construction projects because of the people who were backing it. And so I... I Again, something I have never done. And she was a new agent, pretty much new. Practically, yeah. Yeah, and I asked her to come work with me over at the new company, (laughs) and she did. Like, we didn't even know each other. (laughs) Like, it sounded good. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So, you know, and that's one of the things I love about B. She's one of those. She always sees the glass half full. Um, She doesn't mind stepping out of her comfort zone. And that's why our relationship, I think, works. We have that kind of balance because I tend to be... I can be negative. I can be nervous. I can be sometimes. So she kind of gives me that balance. But anyway, we worked together um, over there. Um, I kind of took Brandy under my wing. And I think I, I will say I taught you some things. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but that's that's how we met. And again, it was really out for me trying to figure out who she was and how all up in my space. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> right. This her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's her version, and and she pretty much kind of summed it up because I was I was relatively new, um, you know, when I first moved here. Of course, as a realtor, as an entrepreneur, you you are building pretty much from the ground up. And so I just got my license in Chicago in 2005, moved here in 2006, didn't have a lot of experience. And to see someone who was at the top of their game, she was so sharp, she was so polished, and she was just impressive, you know? So I'm like, oh, okay, I got a little bit going on, but I don't <laughs> mind getting on board with what she has going on because she was so well put together. I remember going to a walkthrough with her at a subdivision that she wanted, that she allowed me to um, to partner with her, uh, partner with her on um, the gates of Stone Lake, and we went to a walkthrough and to watch her do this walkthrough with such. Uh, professionalism, and she was so detailed. And I mean, I was like, "Oh my God, this is amazing! Like, this is this is how it should be done." You know, like I I, I was just glad to be there. You Thank know, so you, girl. Thank you. I know, right? 
mean, if I haven't told you already, I'm like, you really, really, really impressed me. And you kind of set the bar for me on what a professional in this industry should look like, you know? So so for me, that was like, wow, that was that was big. That was big. Because in that moment, I was like, okay, I got to step my game up. You know, you can't, and, and with my network and with the sphere of influence that I had, and like, this is the level of service that people should expect, you know, or people should get. Right. So so that's why it was so important for me. Like, I mean, it was an opportunity and she, she looked at me in a certain way, but I'm like, I looked at her in awe, like, this is, I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so that, that was great. And, and I'll, I'll, touch on that lunch meeting because when we had lunch, we realized we connected in so many ways. You know, so we had lunch and we started talking about real estate, but real estate led into our personal lives. And um, and I shared with her that the reason why I had even moved, picked up and moved to from Chicago to Atlanta was because I had lost my husband um, in 2004. And, and I needed to do a career that would allow me some flexibility with my three young children. They were four, three, and one at the time when he passed. And, you know, real estate just kind of made sense. I was coming from the corporate world. I had a nine to six sales job and um, in Chicago. And that just wouldn't, that was not conducive to me raising small children. So real estate just seemed like an, an, uh, an excellent opportunity for me to start a business and, and use the sales and the training that I had learned from that industry and take it into to this, to this field. So, um, so we talked about that. And I, you know, I shared with her that I lost my husband and she was so, you know, just. I couldn't, I, I was just, I couldn't believe it. I yeah. just was so blown away. I mean, she was so young and, and I, because you were still wearing your wedding ring at the time. Yeah. And so, and so I was so just, I couldn't believe it. And I, and I shared it with her. Um, and that that's what I think was just like an aha moment. Well, no, that really wasn't the aha moment. When Brandy shared with me about her husband, I shared with her about my parents. And a lot of people, some people know, a lot of people don't. But I lost my mom. My mom was 50 when she um, died. And it was tragic. And um, so we shared in tragedy, I think. We, neither one of us, you know, was unexpected losses. So we kind of talked about that. And I remember when B told me she had lost her husband, I said, oh, my God, I mean, my world was rocked when I lost my mom. And the way I lost my mom, I said, but you losing your husband, like, I couldn't imagine not having Daryl. He's my, he's my best friend. He's... He's everything, you know what I mean? So I, I just, I left there feeling sad for her, but so happy that I had not, I could, I would never want to experience that. Right. So, you guys, so from that moment, we, clearly we had a connection and we connected on, on many different levels. And um, we went on to, you know, this was 2000, I think we said 2007, right? 2007. So that was anybody who's familiar with the real estate industry or market, you know that that was when our market crashed. Yep. Right. So I yep. joined Keisha to partner with her on these new construction um, opportunities, but that was, which were all great. They were going to be phenomenal. However, the market crashed. In 2008. In 2008. Yep. So, um, so, you know, we, how long was it before we decided to kind of shift gears? And I think we were there for like a year in like maybe about 15, 16 months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. about 16 yeah, months. So and almost then, a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Things kind of, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so we, we, although, you know, those projects didn't take off, we mm -hmm. still, we still worked together in mm -hmm. a pretty big capacity because mm -hmm. we were, we were partners. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I learned a tremendous amount of just knowledge and just insight and everything from her. So even though it was short lived, we we at that point understood that that our could our meeting our encounter was not just even though we weren't going to work together anymore right. we knew it was bigger than that and 
I don't know. I do you think we, I don't know if I knew then it was bigger than that. No, but I think well we had a connection beyond real estate. We well, did. well, because we had boys. Yeah, we had boys and DJ, we had friends. Yeah, we, right, we, we were had, friends. We, we were, were generally friends. friends. We became friends and then, you know, our boys um, you know, actually that's how DJ Ended up playing baseball. Yeah, that first. Yeah, DJ started playing baseball when he was five, thanks to Brandy, and she was like, "Just bring him out," because she has three athletes, and she'll tell you more about her kids. But I was like, "Okay, so we were just thinking a little rec ball." Here I am, twelve years later, <laughs> still, still in playing, the game. and I'm still in the game and burning up, sitting outside while Brandy's in the coolness of a gym. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so I think when you fast, when we fast forward um, to um, October 2008, um, when I when I actually ended up you know, the very thing I said I could never imagine going through, ended up going through. I lost my husband. And so I remember that morning, you know, of course, my husband was a police officer. So it was just news media. It was just crazy. And I remember Brandy calling me and I could, I really didn't even know who it was because she was crying. And she was just like, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. I mean, because how did you find, I didn't call you. So no, she didn't call me. It happened the wee hours of the the morning night. And I woke up that morning, and I'm getting the kids ready for school, and I had the news on. So I turn around, and I see Daryl's picture on the news, and I'm like, what's, you know, why is Daryl on the news? Mm -hmm. So when they said what happened, I just, I just was in complete shock, and I just, I mean, I was sobbing uncontrollably. I'm like, this is this is not happening. This is crazy. So I called Keisha. Of course, I called her, and she couldn't even understand what I was saying, so I just... We hung up and I just rushed to her house and and been there ever since. Been there and, ever since. Um, I think that that's well. Even then, I was in such a, a, a you know, I was shocked. Shock is the only thing I could say. Um, but um, that is when I knew that our meeting was not happenstance. Like you know, after I was able to get my mind kind of settled on that, like I knew God had put this person in my life a little over a year ahead of time because He knew I was going to walk the same walk, go through the same journey she had been on, and. You know, I had an amount, you know, I had great support, but it's nothing like someone who's actually gone through that exact thing. That is Brandy is the the person that truly let me know I could get to the other side of it because losing a spouse, me having that I've lost my mom and my dad now too, and um and then my husband. Well, I lost my husband before my dad. But anyway, sometimes I get like woof. Um it's just a different kind of loss. I, I I mean, you know, my mother's whole way she died probably rocked me to the core more than the idea of, because, you know, we're, I don't want to say our parents are supposed to die before us, but kind of sort of that's what we raised. You're not supposed to bury your children. That's what I, that's, you know, and so when people do, my heart breaks for them, but losing my mom, but my husband, that one took me out. I almost didn't make it. And so I always say that if it were not for Brandy, and particularly one night, we'll talk about that another day, um... I just don't know if I would have made it through. So I th- I know I've told you that, but you know I love you and I appreciate you there for because I know it's not. I went through a lot of phases from that, and it's it wasn't always easy to be my friend in that time. So anyway, well I I'll tell you this. Um, I knew without because when when my husband passed when I was twenty nine. I had no one that I could relate to. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, you know, you always hear about older women losing their husbands and, you know, but I had no one in my, in my sphere, in my, in my, you know, that I could talk to, to say, you know, who really knew how I felt, Mm -hmm. you know? So it was, it was a lonely space to be in. It really was. And, excuse me. And then to to have people that are close to you who who mean well, you know, right. and, and want to sympathize with you, but it's still like they just don't get it. They don't get it. They, and, they don't get it. And they it. say things that they don't realize um, 
they think, like you said, they, they think they're being helpful. Like I had so many people to say to me, they understood what I was going through because they had been divorced. Yeah. And it was flat out offensive to yeah. me. But I know they were coming from a good space. But in that time and in that moment where I was, I couldn't. I couldn't I couldn't see it. I yeah. was pissed. Like, yeah. how dare you compare your divorce to my husband going to work and just never coming back? And right. I got to tell this baby, I got to tell our son that. It was just unbelievable. And um, so, yeah. So I knew I had to be there for her. It wasn't even a question. It wasn't like, I knew that, like, just Keisha, what Keisha just said is so on point. Like, this is the reason why God put me in her life. And, and vice versa, because it wasn't, it hasn't just been one-sided. Trust me, we have been there for each other. Keisha is a great friend. Like, I just saw this post on Instagram <laughs> the other day where it mentioned about, you know, you always got to have that one friend who's going to tell you, tell you like it is, you know, <laughs> who's not afraid to tell you like it is. And I'm like, everyone who is close friends with Keisha, like, that is her. She is going to tell you like it is. And you need that. And I'm grateful just for, 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 the courage that she sometimes gives me because that that ain't always easy. You know, it's not always easy. So so that that's, that's how is, we met. That's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> I know Keisha always gets on me about um fly the plane already, Brandy. Right. No, no, land, land the plane. plane. You can land the plane this airport already. 20 minutes. You gotta <laughs> land this plane now. So we, we have finally <laughs> landed the plane. Okay. Right. That is how we met. Yeah. All right. So why did you decide to become a realtor be? So why I became a realtor, I touched on it a little bit, but um, I'll, I have to share this story and I'll make it brief. But after I lost my husband, I, um, as I mentioned, I was working a corporate job, so I had to do something that would allow me some more flexibility. And it's so crazy because I was, it's crazy what you find inspiration in, right? I was in a grocery store in Chicago, hadn't yet decided I was going to make the leap, you know, take the leap of faith and move, but I was in line and there was a magazine, Ebony magazine. So I decided decided to pick up the magazine and started reading it. And I flipped to a page and there was an article about um, a realtor here in Atlanta, top realtor here in Atlanta. And she was standing in front of a high-end subdivision, had her arms folded, and she was beautiful. And the homes that she was standing in front of were absolutely beautiful. So I'm like, oh man, this is mm-hmm. let me read, let me read this article. So as I began to read read the article, it it talked about her being a single mother in Atlanta, and she was doing her thing. And I'm like, wow. I said, and she was from Chicago. And she was from Chicago. And I said, you know what? That's going to be me. I said, I'm going to pack my bags up, me and these babies. We are going to move to Atlanta, and I'm going to sell high-end real estate in Atlanta, Georgia. And the ironic part about that, too, you know, she did you know the guy was her assistant for my first six months in the business? You told me that. So that's, again, another, yeah, another way. <laughs> another, another way that we're connected. Yeah. You know, so so that was the, that was the piece for me that gave me... It was, it was just motivation for me. It, it was inspiration. It was motivation. I'm like, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And so that visual has always stuck with me. Her name was Venice Brinkley Walker. So anybody who is in the, the you know, area, you know Atlanta, Venice. you know Venice, honey. <laughs> yeah. But she is, I will t- I've, I've, I've told her, I've shared the story with her, and we laugh about it. We got to co-op together for the first time last year. And it was just, it was just a great full circle, uh, full circle moment to be able to, to share that experience with her, knowing that like you are really part of the reason why I'm in Atlanta doing this. Right. So, um, so that is that is why I decided, uh, why and when I decided was um back. I got licensed in Chicago in 2005, and then came here in 06 and hit the ground running. So that was why I b- decided to come, become a realtor. 
Well, again, Brandy's story is a lot more... Um... <laughs> everything about life. I just be kind of falling into it and whatnot. So meanwhile, back at the ranch, the reason I became a realtor is because hell, it wasn't nothing left for me to do. I had been a police officer, got kicked out of the academy. I mean, the uh, army. Uh, what kind of sort of got kicked out? I was nicely asked to leave. Remember, I told you I had an uh, order with this charge. And then um, <laughs> I had every corporate job. I could always get the job. If I got the interview, I got the job. And I had some good jobs, too. For those of you who have downloaded my book, you have your license now. What link on my uh, Instagram page at ilistluxury.com. Okay. Um, plug. But um, <laughs> you know that I had a lot of jobs. And so my brother, who had been gotten married and moved to Birmingham, told me he owned a mortgage company. And he always, he told me for like three years, you would be a great real estate agent. He was like, I just think you had a personality. And I was like, listen, man, I need my money on the 1st and 15th. And I just felt like I had put my husband through enough because he didn't know how unstable I was. <laughs> <laughs> I tricked him. <laughs> I did a baby he switch. You, oh, so yeah. He, he loved my craziness, girl. I remember one time I was at South Lake Mall and I had bought, it was very popular weight uh, weight loss pills. I can't remember. They used to be on TV at night and everything, but you could get a They had a money back guarantee. So we were at South Lake Mall and I was trying to get my money back on like the 29th day. <laughs> and the girl was like on the phone. She was being rude. She really wouldn't like acknowledge my presence. And then she was like, well, you're going to have to call corporate Monday and something, something, something. I was like, it's a, it's a 30-day money-back guarantee. I'm showing you the receipt. Or maybe I didn't have the receipt. Maybe that was the problem. But I was going to get my money back for these pills because they weren't working. Just like the ones I've been taking, they ain't working. <laughs> maybe it's I'm the ones that are working. But anyway, I digress. So she would not get my money back. Honey, before I knew I had one leg up on that counter, Daryl was at another store. He said he knew when he saw those security running that way, he knew it was me. He was like, I just knew. So anyway, he told the... Um, the officers that I had not taken my meds that they just let him take me home. <laughs> no, that's love. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, this my wife is back. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, so anyway, when I became a realtor, I kind of stumbled into it because I had gotten fired from um, Norfolk Southern. That was a good job, too. And I used to work the night shift, and I remember I was going to work. I went to work. They was like, Miss um, Miss Johnson, we need to talk to you. And I had gotten into it with one of the people, other people at work. And so he had seniority, and so anyway, I got fired. Well, they told me I could resign. I said, oh, I'll resign. Same difference. But anyway, so I ended up going back home, and Daryl was like, why Why are you back here? Like, you know, so he, here we are again. Here, here we are Here we are again. <laughs> So anyway, I'm going to land the plane. So my brother one day, so I, I he, he said, I'm going to send you something. So he sent me a check and he, in the memo, he said for real estate school only. Mm. And I said, well, if he's going to pay for it, hell, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did everything else. I went to appraisal school, court reporting school, went by West Georgia. So I went to real estate school. And uh, that's how I ended up and becoming a, a And the rest is history. And the rest is history. 17 years later. 17 years later. That's all right. Not many people can say that, that they've been in one industry for 17 Especially years. Especially me, because I changed. I remember one year I had so many 1099s. Yeah, I had jobs I didn't even know I worked. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, I mean, you know, I mean, W-2s. Is that what they call yeah. it when you work for somebody? Mm-hmm. W-2s. So I was like, yeah. So that's how I ended up becoming a realtor. And I think because I had early success, which is another reason why I wanted to kind of touch on that when I wrote the book, is that when you get early success, you tend to be motivated to stay. And when I sold those first two homes in like the first couple of months, that motivated me. And I was like, I think I finally found what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's how I became a realtor. Well, and uh, well, that's great because we both have different stories, but 
you know, we finally landed the plane and and, yep. and, and here we are and we're still realtors mm-hmm. and we're still on top of our game. Mm-hmm. And now we've decided to add this element to our life, the podcast. So, Keisha, let's talk about why we felt the need to come together to do this. Well, kind of like we said earlier, um, because of our stories and the similarities of what we've been through, um, we it, it really was for so because when so, social media really um, showed me that there is a need. I mean, we're just being ourselves on social media. Like, right. you know, when I start talking and sharing stuff about DJ or whatever, I started getting more and more inquiries like people saying, well, you didn't come back and tell us what happened with something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, this is my life. This ain't no episode of Good Times. But I realized that it, people need motivation. People need to know they can get on the other side. Life is hard. Yeah. And it can really chew you up and spit you out. And if you don't have a strong faith foundation and great people around you, it can it can be it can be quite challenging. Yeah. Even when you have all of that. Right. So I think for Brandy and I, um, we knew we had a responsibility to a degree to um use you know, the platforms that we've kind of grown through social media and um, because God has, you know, his grace has carried us. And so I think because of that, we just felt a responsibility to kind of share, to help other people get on the other side. That's what I would say. No, that that's that's accurate. You know, we have tossed this idea around for so long, you know, and time, timing is everything. Timing is everything. So um, we would get frustrated by our inability to just kind of put it in action. Right. But um, now is the time. And, and I feel we both are at a place in our lives where, you know, trust me, this balancing act ain't, I don't know that it ever gets like that you ever have complete control over because it's still it's it's something you have to learn to manage and balance every single day. Right. And it's and it's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, I've been on the phone with Brandy at five thirty six in the morning. This not I can't do this. I'm I don't know what else to do with the I mean, you know, with yes. DJ, he's yes. working my nerve. Like, you know, clients. I mean, it, it, you know, when Daryl first passed, I left the business for a few years, actually, about three, three and a half maybe years. And I, I remember B would reach out to me about different stuff she had going on in real estate even then. I'm like, I ain't really working right now. But, you know, but I mean, we we just have always been there for each other and finding that balance, it is not easy. Yeah. I mean, I was on one the other day. Like, I am, I mean, between baseball and being on the road with DJ and working and it's it's hard. It's hard. And, and by the grace of God, I look at how we're still able to be as supportive as we are with our sons yeah. because, you know, that is not, listen, th- these boys are active, okay? They are always at tournaments. They are always at, you know, on the road, traveling, you know, to one state to the next. And it is a commitment. It is a huge, huge sacrifice. Yeah. So trust me, like you you are not only, you're there for them, but you're also away from your business. Yes. So, so you know, but we are still able to sustain thriving businesses while we're still able to be there to support our children because that is our priority. Absolutely. You know, our families are our are our priority. So, um, so and, and that's not, you know, we kind of make it look easy, but it's not necessarily easy. No. You know, it's, it's not necessarily easy. And so, I think that's another thing we want to share with this because social media it's 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 all smoke and mirrors a lot of times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, we have to do our share of smoke and mirrors too, because mm-hmm. that's, you know, our clients want positivity and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think with the I know with the podcast, you guys will really get to see you think you see us real on Insta Story, but with this podcast, you're really gonna get to know us more intimately, um, in terms of our lives and how we handle it all. And, you know, B is now married, but I'm still out here in the crazy world of dating and y'all, my other sisters decide here singing, you know, it ain't nothing nice. So, you know, we'll be talking about that kind of stuff too. But anyway, 
So, yeah. So, and I think what we want to accomplish by this podcast, by starting this podcast, is to give, one, women hope. Um, I think we both have come from, have overcome some tremendous L's, like some losses that a lot of people haven't been able to recover from. Right. So, you know, one, like, if you can find inspiration in us and what we're doing and, and how we've overcome and how we still are now this the journey is not has not ended you know so it's like right. we're still on this journey of of trying to balance everything that's going on in our lives but i can i think i can speak for Keisha by saying that that god has really truly blessed yes. us and um and that's why we feel obligated to 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 pour into other women who were in some poor really dark poor 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 Poor, what I say? Poor is poor. Poor, poor. Excuse me. I'm from Gary, Indiana. So let me make that clear. I may, I may stumble on some words or, you know, add a little twang because I'm from, I'm from Gary. And, well, Gary in Chicago. And we have our own little distinct dialect that may come out on occasion, okay? I feel you. So can I apologize in advance? Mm-hmm. Okay, are you going to correct me every time I say a word? Not every time, but poor and poor. I just wanted to make sure people knew we weren't saying. But I guarantee you it's the people out there that say poor. When they mean to say poor, the poor into others. Poor, poor into others. No, B. I'm not gonna let you have that what? one. Is it? No, no, no. I'm so, not. No, okay, I'm no. with you. You say, my girl, say it but for I'm me. not gonna say it for me so I know how to say poor it. Poor into others. Poor. So not poor. It's P-O-U-R. Poor. P-O-U-R is poor. P-O-O-R is poor. And I don't even want that word in this the energy you know of that what? word in this room. <laughs> I'm already over here late. So, so I don't need no. <laughs> Just to be 100. <laughs> okay, we're going to keep it 100. Okay. Pour, pour into others. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Okay, thank you. So so that is what we want to accomplish. We want to pour into other women. <laughs> we want to pour into other women. <laughs> and we want to inspire and to uplift and to let y'all know that you can get on the other side. And... You know, I think we both have had such dark times that, you know, in those moments, trust me, we would not have been able to do any of this. But but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And that's part of why we are doing this. I agree. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yep. Everything be said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, uh, we, we call ourselves Mama on the Move, Mamas on the Move, because we know how challenging it can be to manage motherhood and work and entrepreneurship, which is why we want to acknowledge all of our self-proclaimed Mamas on the Move. So part of our segment, you know, these podcasts is, you know, we're going to do what we do and, and share our lives and all that good stuff. But we also want to acknowledge those mothers that are out here doing it. So we're going to ask that you all, uh, send us if if you you feel you want to be recognized as being a mama on the move, which um you know as we said is our mission. Any mothers who are out there doing it at a high level, which you are making your ch- your children and your family and your husbands a priority. You are also doing your best to master this work life balance and um and just trying to keep it all together. So if you 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 want to be highlighted, we want to highlight you. Right. So if you can send us an email to we are mamas on the move at gmail.com. That's we are mamas and that's M A M A S on the move.com. Sorry, at gmail.com. Let us know your name, where you live, how old your kids are, and what you do for work. And we want to show you some love um, because I think that is so important for us to recognize each other and uplift each other. Like that's, we need that. Absolutely. Wouldn't you agree, Keisha? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. 
um, to to because like I said, it's not easy. So when you um have other women that you can relate to. Yeah. Because sometimes I think when you're on social media and you see the celebrities and you see the people who have, you know, endless amounts of access to money and all that kind of stuff, it it, it looks like it's not doable. It's not real. Or they, they're able to be successful because they have access. But, you know, you also have mothers who are just getting up every day, making it happen, who go to work nine to five. That's who, right. You know, or stay-at-home moms. I think it's probably one of the hardest jobs ever. I could not, I, mean, I swear to God, I thought about homeschooling DJ, but I was like, whose home am I going to send him to? Because he's sure as hell can't stay here. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I just cannot imagine. I can't be in this house with you all day. Right, I cannot. Sorry. I mean, us being in a hotel the last three hours, out of four weeks together has been challenging. Yes. So, uh, you know, with baseball tournaments. But yes, so yes, we want to give you ladies shout outs because that is a big part of why we are here. Yes, indeed. So, ladies, um, I think we've covered what we need to cover, what we have needed to cover in our first podcast. And I'm excited. Me too. I am so excited. And we really appreciate you guys listening in on our introduction um, episode of Mamas on the Move. So until next time, keep moving, mamas. That's right. Bye.